This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. I look a lot like Judd Zolgad. That's who I look like. <laughs> talking about serial killers. <laughs> Gelfand, Gelfand, hold on a second here. What are you doing watching all the cable news? Yeah. My old man, God rest his soul, did exactly that. That's going to do you no good. Uh, if you're stuck inside, stop watching all the cable news. I bet Bernard does not watch all the cable news. I can't. I used to. Judd, you're going to have to go back in time about... 40 years and give Gelfan this uh, advice. It's a little late, It's yeah. a little late. You're coming in at the, the final hour here. It's gotten worse, though. It's gotten way worse than way what, the last well, 15, right. 20 years. Like, the cable news used to sort of be the news. Yeah. Now it's spin, and they're looking for the Horrible. worst things possible. And, and yeah, it's it, it has been, I mean, it is a cluster bleep on every side of things. I don't care if it's CNN, Fox, whatever, it's a cluster bleep. Well, yeah, I mean, CNN tried to take the middle of the road. In one month, they lost 70% of their viewers. They did. Now they're right back to where they were. Uh, you're right. And you can't blame <laughs> they, they them. They fired I mean, the guy, too. Well, they did fire the guy, they yeah. Fired, I licked, thought it was a great idea. I really did. to the loser, they fired him, yeah. I just, uh, I don't know. People don't want to, people want to be pissed off. Well, look. Yeah, that's what's, right. what's the name of that women's show that, what's her face is the host of the, oh, God, what the, the hell is her name? The View, yeah. I can't put, oh. no, you and I are telepathic. How did I get that from that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you said, well, what is that true. with the women on the show, The View? I just... How can anyone? Wa- I don't watch right. CNN. I don't watch yeah. Fox. I watch it, and I, I saw a promo for that, or not a promo? Was it? It was a. Uh, they took a bit of the audio from it. Yeah. Why would I want to listen to a show where everyone talks like this? It's like, calm down well, for Christ's uh, sake. There's the View, and there's the Five, and there's oh, the Six, God. and there. I, I can't. I, <laughs> I have no way of differentiating. Mike, it. it's terrible. Yeah, and people, you're right. I mean, how does anyone watch those shows and then believe that? What they're they're more educated? They do think that, Mike. <laughs> what do they, they think? They think that. Now I I do have a question for you because I do need help. Oh yeah, because I said got, that many times. I mean, mentally, it's just a given. <laughs> that's, a given. Know, that's very understandable. I uh, I can give you a few referrals. I don't like any of these people that mm. are running for president. I mean, some of them seem right. better than others, but it, somebody I just go, hey, that's my person right there. Yeah. I don't have anybody. I know. There was a time when, when you might say, you know, this is this guy's okay. I'm going to vote for him. Yeah. Uh, but um, it's getting a lot more difficult. Well, everybody's a scam artist. Everybody's going to be convicted of felonies, and everybody's going to be impeached. And everybody, it's like, Jesus. Well, for sure, everyone's going to be impeached. We'll that, say that's that. That's going to happen. Yeah. I don't know it about is. the rest, but for sure. I mean, the other <sighs> stuff is up in the air, but, the, yeah, everybody's going to be, every president now probably. Yeah. Yep. That, that for the next, well, I guess forever, will be will be impeached. You're right. They won't be convicted. No. But they'll be impeached. But they'll be. Impeached. I mean, what a waste of time. I have to agree with you. But they all they started it all those years ago, and it just got worse and worse. And now, it's horrible. It just, I don't know. There are a couple of guys that I, I don't know a lot of, about them. There are some people that are running. I guess that I don't know anything about them. Maybe I would like them, but probably not. Probably not. And then you're just throwing away your vote anyway. And you're throwing your vote away anyway. Uh, It's absolutely true. But, yeah, I tried to watch... I tried to watch the news yesterday. Mm. And I'm still looking for other news channels to watch. But it's all the same crap. I mean, there's... There's... uh, 
I, I can't even remember the name of these places. There's like, yeah. I mean, obviously you got your MSNBCs and all that stuff, and that's just garbage. News like Nation now, right? They're, they're News supposedly Nation. The, the ones that are supposed to be right down the middle, and they're not biased one that's, way or the other. Is that News Nation? Yeah, I, I, right? I believe that's true, but I don't think it, okay. I don't think it is true that they do that. Well, but. gotcha. Plus, they have you know they use the green screen more than they use reporters. Yeah. So. It's it's a little sketchy. Uh, yesterday, I watched the evening news as I was on my exercise bike, and I found myself. I never thought this would happen. I found myself feeling sorry for Mitch McConnell, and I feel I feel like I've reached. Mike, I hit bottom now. How did, did you see happen? that? What, that what whole thing happened? was bizarre. It was very sad. Yeah, it was sad. I mean, oh, yeah. and God. the guy looks like he's aged. You know, about three decades yes. in the last what year? He just. If you guys don't know this. He just stopped talking and stared at the camera. Yeah. Froze. Oh, yeah. Just, completely froze. Froze up. What did they figure out what was it a lesion or what the hell happened? Well, I think the consensus was that it was a stroke. You think it really was a stroke? Well, it's had all the signs. Yeah, of it, it, it did. Don't quite, but yeah. he literally just stopped talking. And the guy, you know, the guy is he then we found out later he took a terrible fall uh, just right. very recently right. trying to get off an airplane. Look who we got running our government. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. That's such a great point. Like I just Jesus. I, I don't want to be afraid that the people in charge are going to die of natural causes at any moment. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. No, you're right. It's it's quite scary, and I, I just I'm kind of ha- although I got bitched at the other day for not having a political opinion. What? Uh, it was hilarious because I was talking to a friend of mine, and another guy walked up. He's probably about thirty years old, something like that. And uh, he said, "Well, what do you think of this? What do you think of that?" And I said, "Well, I should explain to you, I'm not a Republican and I'm not a Democrat." And he stepped back and he went, "Oh, you're one of those." It's like, is there any <laughs> position that's good? Is there anything left that's I, that's a good? I position? hope you told him to f off. Oh, at I did. That point. I, I absolutely good. did. But but in your own subtle way, like yeah. my usual subtlety <laughs> yeah. that I use. Yeah, no Tom, Tom's so subtle. I've become so used <laughs> to him being subtle. Uh, actually, what would be scary is Tom would get quiet and oh, leave the room. Yeah, that's not good. And no. that's not good. That's not the one that's you want. True. Well, we're we're all mm. expected to take sides. I mean, when I tell yeah, people, that's people true. say, "Hey, how about the twins?" That will, you know, and I say, "Well, you know, I don't care." What do you mean you don't care? <laughs> That's uh, exactly know, what I'm talking about. You know, and I, I, I go around wearing my Detroit Tigers hat. Love your hat. And people stop me and say, oh, what about the Detroit Tigers? And I say, yeah, well, I say, are you a big Twins fan? And they say, yeah. And I say, well, then you should be rooting for the Tigers. Yeah. Because they're no threat. No, not and at all. they're going to help you. But they don't see it that way. And, and, and look, here's the thing about I, I tell people I'm a big fan of the Tigers. Mm-hmm. It's not true. It's just that they have so few people rooting for them that uh, I'm able to get the merchandise cheap. I was just going to say it was going to come true. down to a cheap. Right. I knew and the that English it was D, the old English D, by the way, is fantastic. I so, like, it. you can't yeah. go wrong with yeah. the logo. And yeah. I have always been a fan of their logo. And I have great memories of covering the Tigers and oh, the Twins back, in, back the in the day when there was yep. a real stadium there. Yep. And uh, it was a lot of fun. So I, I do identify. And I identify with them because, I, you know, I always root for the little guy. You know, it's a, the one thing that does bother me about that, and it's gone, long gone now, but I, I went to the old Detroit Tigers Stadium, the original one. Right. I don't know how many years ago. Oh, Christ, how many? The, what was that, 30, 40 years ago? I mean, it was a long time ago. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I was covering the Twins in the mid to late 70s, and so yeah. that's that's the only ballpark I identify with the Tigers. I tell you, honest to God, I, you would go in that ballpark and you sit in there and you would picture – 
you know, the Bob Allisons of the world and, you know, all these other guys, like Roger Maris coming through there mm-hmm. and all. It just, those old ballparks, that was such a thrill to know that that's where they played. The old Yankee yes. Stadium, yep. which is gone now. Tradition. God, it was great. Tradition is a, like, you know, you go to Fenway Park. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you've still got the tradition there. It's the one left, I and think. I, yeah, and, and I've, I always loved Fenway Park because it was unique. It was a little bit bizarre. Yep. And uh, the first time I was in Fenway Park, I was I was covering a game, and I, of course I got there very early, and it was very quiet there, and uh, guys were hitting hitting the ball off the off the wall, mm-hmm. and uh, that's when I found out that when the ball the baseball hits the big wall there. It makes a clinking sound, yeah. a metallic sound. I thought, oh, I don't want to know that. <laughs> That's true. I, I get your point, no question. But- it leaves a dent, too. If you go out there and look, there are, you know, thousands of dents of baseballs. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah, it's true. And just the seams, Tom. So it's just like the seams, but but oh, you can see okay. the outline. Yeah. That place is, I, I went there for the first time uh, with my wife, and I think it was 2019, I love that place. Wrigley Field yep. originally oh. before the lights around that time was yep. cool, but it's been yep. so ri- you know, for lack of a better term, rigged up now with the yeah. scoreboards and all the things. And plus, and I don't blame them, but the bleacher tickets now and have been for like twenty years are incredibly expensive, and kids go out there to get completely drunk, which is fine. <laughs> but Fenway, Fenway, they actually sit and watch the baseball game. It's yeah. like. Yep. It's very cool. It's way more. It's it feels like way more of a baseball atmosphere. Where Chicago, it's more of a let's just get you know drunk as possible atmosphere. And and I don't understand why someone can go to a baseball game and get intoxicated because, you know, you you do that, it's going to make it very tough for you to read stuff on your on your device. Yeah, it really is. There's no question about it. I never used to drink out at the Twin Stadium. No, never. of course not. <laughs> well, that was that was rage yeah. drinking. That might have been. That might <laughs> we, be a good way to put it. We got to go to a game, you guys, because I was watching that Good Morning America segment, and they did a special on the food. Tom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I heard about that. Um, They showed the Cuban sandwich, the Tonio sandwich. I love Cuban sandwich. I love a Cuban sandwich, and it looks so good. Like, we I have to get Cubano. one on the books. We have to get a game on the books. Cubano. I wouldn't mind doing that. We could do the whole crew and go out and do a game and all the rest of it. so fun. You know, the number one thing I miss about Met Stadium Hmm. is that they actually had a chain link fence out in left field on top of the wall. People don't realize that. And people would drink their beer cups and they'd stick them through the little, little, you know, diamond shape uh, things. (laughs) That's right, yeah. And they would print out things that would say if you were sitting behind the plate and you looked out the left field... (laughs) Paper cups would be a line that would say things like, Joe Rudy sucks. Oh, funny. <laughs> it was phenomenal. Well, they were just, oh, I didn't know that. That's oh, great. It That's was, amazing. John, it was phenomenal. Oh, well, my God. <laughs> and, I, and I wonder who inspired them to say, Joe Rudy sucks, because... Yeah, I don't know. First time I think I ever saw you, you were yelling, Joe Rudy, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you had a, a damaged head, though. Don't forget that you'd hurt yes, your and head. I, yeah, and I, yeah, I just had... Uh, Oh, I was so excited, you know, to come to the ballpark. God, I just loved that place so much. I, I just loved Met Stadium. Mm. Not a huge fan of the old dome. That nah. was, well, you know, that was a mistake. Except for they won two World Series there, so. Yeah, there should be an asterisk. There should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're absolutely yeah, and, right. and, By the Metrodome. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. And and the great thing about, uh, about the Metrodome, well, and, and, well, really Met Stadium especially, was that 
you, you get hungry about the fourth inning. Yeah. And you go get one of those steak sandwiches. And who is selling you the steak sandwich? It's Herb Carneal's wife. Yeah. Well, yeah. Who would be bitching about the twins nonstop, <laughs> right. which was, yeah. I loved. Oh, she sold? Yeah. Seriously? Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. Yep. I guess, you know, she... Uh, Kathy, two, right? I, I, that's right. It was Kathy. I think Kathy maybe, the, maybe the two of them yeah. just wanted to keep their eye out on each other. But it was great, you know, because maybe. of course they could at least they could carpool. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, they could carpool. And you well, know, you know, Herb was sober. Yeah, oh, Herb yeah. was and sober. I, yeah. I I didn't know know this until uh, Royce told me a few months ago. But I remember when I was a kid, if there was a Sunday game away game, Twins game on. Radio, Herb would always say, well, the Twins, you know, the Twins are going to leave Cleveland and the plane is going to land approximately 4.30. And I was like, why the hell is he giving us the flight? <laughs> like when It turned out, it turned out it was because, so Kathy, who was listening ah. to the game, would know what time to pick him up. Oh, oh. that's so funny. <laughs> Herb, the thing about Herb is he was doer. That's the only way I can describe him. Mm-hmm. He, he, uh, he was just kind of a sad sack. You know, he just—I think he just liked to. I think I think he needed to vent for various reasons. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what they were, but I'd say I'd see him. You know, I'd see him in the morning, and uh, at the hotel in Detroit or someplace. I'd say, "Hey, Herb, how you doing?" And his response was always the same. It was, "Oh, Mike, I didn't get a wink of sleep all night." <laughs> <laughs> God, to watch his wife sit behind the plate because once in a while she'd come to the games and just sit behind yeah. the plate. God, she would go after players. It was just wonderful to watch. <laughs> That's support. Oh, God, I was like, you suck! <laughs> Mrs. Carneal, calm down. That's well, she, was, she was yelling at her. Yeah, yeah, right? Probably yelling at her. You yeah. didn't take the trash out this morning. You are trash! <laughs> and I, I, and I, the thing about Herb is, you know, he, he wrote a book. You may remember that. Yes, I do remember that. I, I don't that. know if he actually wrote it himself, but, right. but he, he did have a book, and he wanted to, they want they were looking for a snappy title and they wanted what they wanted to do was they wanted to echo one of his signature phrases and so the name of the book was hello again everybody hello again because everybody. that was his signature phrase it, it, it doesn't was. pop it doesn't pop up the no. i mean it's cute when you say it but like reading that yeah. hello everybody again herb uh, didn't try to pop though herb was no. a very he, herb, no. herb was about as far from harry carey as a oh, human being oh, can yeah. get which is which is why i would have loved to and it's before my time though in the 60s have heard Heard Herb and Ray Scott and Halsey, which must have just been fantastic. Oh, Halsey, yeah. I, I had the the great pleasure one time of uh, of uh, touring touring the uh, the uh, circuit, the the spring training circuit oh. with Halsey. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. And I believe that Tom, me, the PR guy, was the driver. So we <laughs> would go from one city to the next, and you really haven't lived and almost died. <laughs> Until you took a say, a, you went from say uh, maybe uh, maybe you went from Orlando to Bradenton with Halsey because he alternated smoking cigars and chewing onions, oh. huge onions, oh, and I mean big raw onions. And, and so I got to know Halsey very well. We used to have breakfast every morning. Oh, did you? Yeah, and and every morning he'd he'd, see, he'd knock on his door, he'd knock on mine, and and I'd see him and he'd say, hey. Uh, How's it going, buddy? And he never knew my name. Oh no, no, no! A lot of the How's it going, buddy? Yeah, <laughs> Halsey Hall. He still had the greatest line in the history of reporting on uh, 
when those two young people were sitting under a blanket because it was cold out mm. and Halsey, and he started laughing. I thought he was going to choke to death because he didn't mean to say it. He kisses her on the strikes and she kisses him on the balls. <laughs> and then he realized what he had just said and he started laughing. He's like, rrr, 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 rrr. that laugh. That's you know, so funny. Oh, you, 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 never, you never knew with Halsey because, you know, he, he loved to tell jokes. He did. And, uh, you know, love the guy. Yeah, he, he, was, he was one of a kind. He, and, you know, he had been, of course, he started out as a, as a reporter. And it wasn't at the Minneapolis Star Tribune. It was like before those papers. It was oh like yeah, the Minneapolis Journal or something. I got to reach out to. We got to get. We got to get uh, Harry back on. Yeah, yeah. Well, we Harry's still going on. strong in our in our uh, in our world. He still goes yeah. strong because my favorite thing is Gelfand would smart <laughs> off to him every time he was on, and there'd be a long pause, and I'd hear. Barnard, control your monkeys. <laughs> That's just so funny. It was, remember that? Oh, yes, how it's hilarious. wonderful that was. Control your monkeys. The guy control made, your monkeys. The guy made a straight man out of me. He did. You know? He absolutely did. Yeah, I mean, I always like to get the get the punchline, but not with him. No. I do, my favorite thing is when he tried to describe something and go. There, you know, it's one of those times when you kind of wish that you could go down the... And he gets talk yeah, slower yeah. and slower <laughs> and slower. It's like, God. Well, I, I always used to, before a game, uh, I, I always used to, uh, used to like, you know, go into the booth or something. Sure. If, he, if, he, if, I, was, if I was in Chicago at the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we'd chat a little bit. And he was another guy. He'd say, how you doing, boy? And how you doing, boy? No idea what my name was. No. But, uh, but it was always a pleasure. And, of course, he always was on his, like, seventh Falstaff. <laughs> oh, yes. He loved Falstaff. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, Christ, we've got to take a break here. It's 19 after already. My God. What's well, just, you guys are so fascinating. Mm. <laughs> That's the problem. Please feel free, ladies and gentlemen, to enjoy this. We've been hearing about new technology offered at Twin Cities Premier Health for the treatment of ED. This is one of those topics that can get uncomfortable to talk about. I don't think it is. It's part of life, and who gives a rat's ass? It's not uncomfortable at all. Good people. Matter of fact, I'm going to see him today. Truth is, if new technology can improve your life by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction, then why wouldn't we want to talk about it? Couldn't agree more. Uh, it's working great. It's wonderful. At Twin Cities Premier Health, acoustic wave therapy is the latest advancement in the treatment of erectile dysfunction. It's a non-invasive, non-surgical, highly effective science-based procedure that creates an increase in blood flow and helps create new blood vessels by uh, treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction. If, like so many of my listeners, you aren't interested in continuing to take a pill to create a pharmaceutically induced erection and wipe out all spontaneity, which you don't want to do, reach out to Twin Cities Premier Health like I did. Right now, receive this special offer, a free treatment and free consultation when you book today. This is valued at 800 bucks. as a matter of fact. 952-395-4346. That's my unique phone number, 952-395-4346. For their office, or go to TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. That's TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. Be sure to tell them that Tom Bernard sent you. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? 
I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com keyword partner. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillow's regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98 and just $10 more for king-size. MyPillow's patented fill... Adjust your exact individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98. Enter promo code TOM. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillow's history. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. So, so far today, we've uh, discovered that there's nobody to vote for. There are no teams to follow because the Twins lost again today. I did not watch the game yesterday again, Judd, because I was out to, to dinner. Uh, uh, I was running around all day doing, you know, st- show stuff. So I didn't get to see it, but they lost again. Well, you didn't miss a damn thing because, what, they came back again. I think they were down by four or five. They gave up a um, a three-run homer on an 0-2 pitch to a shortstop who was hitting, like, 178. And and we're down significantly, and then of course stormed back and fell short. But you know what? This goes back to it goes back to what I was talking about before. When they play the White Sox or they play the A's, and now they're going to play starting tomorrow for three Kansas City, they're going to win games, and yeah, and yeah. people are going to get excited. And when yep. they play a team like the Mariners, who are more talented than the Twins, but have the same type of problems, they're going to win every once in. A while, but like this team is not going to completely change its stripes here. And this no. division, this division is just a complete abomination, which means somebody <laughs> has to win it. And I'm guessing it's going to be the Twins. But every time you think they're going to pull away a little bit, they they lose games. And that, and now true. I believe Cleveland's within two. There's a there, yeah, it's, it's two games now. There there's I think every reason to expect that there won't be a team in this division that is above 500. You're probably and right. They don't have to be. The Twins, the thing about the Twins is, I'm sure you've seen this, Judd, they, they do have an easier schedule than Cleveland the rest of the way. Yes, but it's still do. a tougher schedule than they've had up to now. So a 500 would be would be amazing. But, hey, they've got what? They've got, five, counting today, they've got five days to make that blockbuster trade. Oh, they're going to get a rise the fact, back? 
how about the fact they dumped Jorge Lopez, who they <laughs> traded a significant amount for uh, yeah. to Baltimore last year? There, two. So, so they picked up three players at the trade deadline last year. When, when of course they completely crapped the bed and fell apart. Lopez, who was on the unfortunately mental health list and completely fell apart, and he just got traded to the Marlins for another reliever. Mm. The trade that's even worse than that, the worst trade, the Tyler Malley trade, who they got, what, Mike, about four star, five starts from? Yeah. He he had t- Tommy John. They traded um, Encarnacion Strand, who can hit the hell out of the ball, and Spencer Steer, who's been great. That's yeah. just an awful trade. Yeah, so two of those three trades that were supposed to help them in a year in which they fell apart, mm. depleted the farm system, and are going to come back to bite them in the ass for a few years, and they're going to get nothing from what they got back. Well, nothing. you know, right now, we're waiting for that blockbuster <clears throat> trade. And if, if, you, if you listen to Grandpa Bremer, I mean, they're so loaded with talent that that's really the problem. they got talent everywhere. Now they're going to have probably the worst infield in baseball because – they're going to move Polanco, who has barely can barely. I mean, he, he he they wanted him to be a shortstop. He doesn't have the arm for right. It. So they're going to put him at third base, and then Julian, who is a DH, he was just a, he's just a born DH. Can't catch the ball, can't throw the ball. He can throw the ball like a, on a double play because he doesn't have to think about it. But Correct. the guy's got the yips. He you know ordinary ground ball. He just can't throw it to first base. So he's going to be at second. And Correa will have to play every position, basically. He'll be like the yeah, like, like yeah, the kids I used to coach in T-ball, where they would just run to each base. Just tell the shortstop, yeah. cover the whole damn <laughs> infield because your teammates thing. suck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At T-ball. Jul- yeah, that's Julian, I've never seen this before, but I will stand by it. Not only does Julian have the throwing yips on short throws where he can actually think about it because it's second base, there's time to think. Mm. I've never seen this one. I think he has the fielding yips because he's yes. made some nice plays when he has to range to his right and doesn't have time to think. Yep. But when he has time to, to think, he'll look at his glove. He'll look at the baseball in his glove like, oh, my God, I did catch it. Well, and the other thing is, you know, when 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 someone steals second base against the Twins, if if the ball bounces in front of second base, which, you know, it happens about a third of the time when someone's stealing. Mm-hmm. The catcher yeah, throws yeah. the ball, it bounces in front yep. of second base. There, it, the runner can just keep going to third. Uh, he's not going to stop it. He might deflect it, but he can't stop it. He can't catch it. He, this is a rare situation in baseball because a lot of times guys will steal second base. You know, They will steal off the pitcher. Sometimes they will steal off the catcher. But now they steal off the second baseman. <laughs> That's true. I haven't well, seen it before. Lying. No. And, he's not lying. Uh, and, and the other thing is uh, I, I, think they're, I think that the Twins think that their blockbuster trade is going to involve – the now resuscitated uh, Deutsch Dinger. Deutsch Dinger. Yeah, I refer, of course. I do hope they trade him. I I like that thought. I would trade him. Yeah, but who wants him? Does anyone actually believe that 10 days in paradise has wiped out seven years in hell? Their blockbuster trade, though, is going to be for (laughs) probably another reliever or, at this point, more likely, a right-handed bat. And I'm not saying that it won't be a player that we have never heard of, but mm. I am saying I don't think it's going to exactly resonate as some great move. I will tell you the Julian 
solution, though, mm-hmm. you guys. And I yeah. think it's very, very simple, and the Twins are going to bristle, but screw that. I, I, the, I, I think so, too. I think I know where you're going, but go ahead. The solution is you put Polanco back at second. Yep. Uh, when when Royce Lewis comes back, he goes back to third. Mm-hmm. So and and he was absolutely fine there. And Julian DHs and right. Buxton doesn't play every single damn day. Right, right. And, and I'm, that's you're, you're, that's where I was going as was mostly with Buxton. They they got to get him out of there so Julian can can be the DH. I mean he, he's so much more productive at the plate than Buxton. Buxton, I say at the very least, just give him the year off the rest of the year. I agree. Get get healthy for God's yeah. sake. They're worse. They're just worse when yeah. he's in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the, the only position I think he could play would be first base. Yeah, and I don't. You know what? I think Kirilov's f- fine there now. Yeah, he is. He he can go to, to the outfield. I think Kirilov's a better first baseman than an outfielder. So I think I'd prefer yep. him at first base. But you know, the thing with Buxton is they just continue to bang their head against the wall and nothing is changing and his at-bats are hard to watch he has it's amazing but he has somehow replicated Miguel Sano well you always think of Sano when I think of him it's the same because they were tied together yeah yeah and the other thing is if if Buxton was had come up from St. Paul and he was making you know seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year he wouldn't be in the lineup Hell no. $100 million, they got to play him. And that's, that, that doesn't make any sense. You, you've already made a fool of yourself by paying him $100 million. He's always been hurt. He's, always. Yeah. And yeah. But why compound yep. the problem? I know. So I, 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 why did we ever let a rise go? Did he just want to leave? Mm-mm. No. They I didn't were think desperate so. for starters. They, well, they were desperate to get a starting pitcher. And, they, and the problem was... Derek Falvey came here with the reputation, right, for being the pitching guru. Cleveland yep. had done it. He yep. was going to find pitching. And right now, Bailey Ober is the only guy in the rotation who is their guy. Everybody else they had to go out yep. and trade for yep. because Derek Falvey has failed miserably at finding starting pitching, which was supposed to be a strength. And now all the starting pitchers are starting to regress pretty significantly. They are. Look at, look at Ryan, who was their ace. Mm-hmm. And and. Yeah, it's unless true. he unless he finds another pitch, he's he's just not going to be great. All right, we only got six more minutes left with Judd, so I got to bring this up. What the hell's going on with the University of Minnesota football team? Holy God! Yeah, I saw that story about the the PJ Fleck culture, and I do not use culture in a good way. That <laughs> ordinarily we hear about the culture, the culture, the culture, I the know. culture of Hubbard, the culture of the Tom Bernard Show, the culture of Mackie and Judd, but this one is. Uh, I, here's the thing that I will say for anybody, and I think Mike would agree with this, for anybody who is surprised what we are and really continually have found out about college sports in general and yep. college football in particular, if you're surprised, you are among the most naive human beings <laughs> in the world. Yeah. College sports are dirty oh. and college football can be an absolute cesspool because these coaches, unlike pro coaches, have all the power over young people who they basically then corrupt. So um, all this stuff is incredibly unfortunate, and the Northwestern hazing is disturbing. None of it's surprising. No, it's not surprising at all. And by the way, uh, I'm going to follow the lead of the University of Minnesota. So whether it's, you know, Mike Gelfand or Brittany or Rudy or you or whatever – when I walk in in the morning, you all have to applaud when I come in. Ah, exactly. Did you see this? 
I, I was reading it, too. That's crazy. My big question. You have to applaud when he comes into the room? It was, I mean, it, it's very <laughs> drill sergeant-esque. Like, there's a lot of things in here that remind me of basic training. That like, Oh, really? Yeah, oh, for mm -hmm. sure. That kind of, really? like, yeah. make you feel about this big, and eventually you're madly in love with your drill sergeant because they're the ones in power. It's that, like, Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Um, the question I just keep going back to is then, why do you want your kid to be involved in these things? Like, to hear all that, that your kid is going through this, like, torturous... I mean, college is hard enough. Well, so it why doesn't, are you putting it doesn't your... matter to, to some people. They just... They yeah. want to live vicariously through that. I just can't imagine being like, all right, little Timmy, I got a great game Sports plan parents this. are weird, Brittany, though. That's oh, the yeah. thing. Sports parents can be very bizarre. Well, you know, and, and having been a coach at every level of, of youth baseball, it basically starts with t-ball. You know, it, yeah. it's just, then it just gets worse every year. I'll tell you how bad it is. The other day, I heard someone refer to a cesspool as college football. <laughs> That's assaulting to a cesspool. That's kind of negative. I should probably read this paragraph because this is what we're talking about. This is from MSN, as a matter of fact. University of Minnesota football team's latest NCAA program in the national spotlight after a report from front office sports detailed allegations of brainwashing and a cult-like atmosphere under head coach P.J. Fleck. The story quoted several anonymous former players who played under Fleck between 2017-2021. The allegations ranged from one anonymous player claiming the team had to applaud for Fleck every time he entered a room, while another claimed players had to memorize pages in a binder and were later tested on it, with punishments sometimes handed out for poor test scores. <sighs> Parts of the test allegedly required players to memorize acronyms that Fleck is known to use, including... Think, truthful, helpful, inspirational, necessary, and kind. I, uh, I, have, to I have to interject. <laughs> necessary? I just what have to interject. Hell? Necessary. I must interject while we're talking about culture. Okay. That is not an acronym. That's not an acronym. No, That's it's not even exactly. close. <laughs> no, you're right. My Absolutely. favorite one is this one. It's S-F-A-M-F-S. And it's just start fast, accelerate in the middle, finish strong. So it's just like, oh, just, what? You're just going hard the whole time? Like, doesn't it, it doesn't spell anything. It doesn't mean no. anything. It's wow, ridiculous. Yeah. How about F-I-P-O-S? Oh, I don't know what that is. Black is a... Piece of shit. Yeah, I like yeah. that. that yeah. Was, by the way, that guy yeah. is incredible. I've only met him one time, and I didn't even talk to him. Yeah. Just, hey, how you doing? What an arrogant well, ass that uh, Oh, is. when he runs on the field yes, and the whole thing. Yes. Dude, settle down. In fact, the day after they won that bowl, what was that, three years ago, four years ago? They played on like a Wednesday night. It was late. It was like they finished the game. It was the West Coast. They finished the game at like 930. The next day, I was at Caribou Coffee in Dinkytown. It's 915 in the morning. Yeah. P.J. Fleck is getting a coffee. I'm like, dude, you were in... You were on the in another time zone less than 12 hours ago winning a bowl game. Now you're in Dinkytown on your way to the office. Could you pump <laughs> the brakes? You just won a bowl, dude. Like, enjoy it for a moment. And I just walked up. I was like, hey, Mr. Fleck, uh, congratulations on your win. You mind if I get a quick picture? He's like, yeah, no problem. Like, takes a quick photo, turns around, runs out the door. Did and the I'm thumb like, go, go up, though? Because he loves to have the thumb, the thumb up. Uh, yeah. Every picture, the thumbs up. I can't remember if it was or not. Uh, if anything, he should have just shoved it up his ass and <laughs> sat for a moment and chilled out. And no. he, said, he said, Rudy, hey, don't forget to fist. Yeah. Family invested, yeah. same time, keep it tight. <laughs> what? Oh, what does that I, even mean? I fist, PJ, I fist. <laughs> we know Rudy be fisting. Hey, my, my favorite Fleck moment 
one of his players takes a hard hit. He's on the ground. And before the guy can get up, Fleck races out onto the, onto the field, which, by the way, he's not allowed to do. Right. Races out into the field and later says, when he woke up, I wanted, I wanted him to see me first. I wanted <laughs> was, to be the first. In person. Iowa. It was Tyler Johnson, Tyler and it Johnson. drove me crazy. And he wasn't Can, unconscious. He, he, just, he was just on the ground. I just love it. But according so to Fleck, he was unconscious, possibly dead. <clears throat> Yeah. Hey, and, you guys, <laughs> i got to take a break here because i got to go and hop in the hot tub with his wife. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> oh, she's going to the hot tub with all the players all the time. Yeah, you never what? Knew that? But what? that's because of fist. you got to keep family <laughs> oh, invested. Yeah, <laughs> they they oh, walk off the field God. together after every game. Oh, yeah. So, like, she is on, she comes on to yeah. the field and at the end of, of games. So, before I go, though, explain one thing. Because okay. when Mike talked about that, that was a game against the Hawkeyes in Iowa, and it drove me crazy. But Rocco does this too. When did coaches and managers start coming out with a trainer for everyone yeah. who has any? Yeah. Rocco no. can't wait to yeah. race out of the dugout to go check. I do not recall Gene Mock going out there no. with Dick Martin no. <laughs> or Billy Gardner racing out there with Dick Martin no. to check if Pete McCannon stubbed his toe. When did this start and how can we stop it? And Gene Mock, he would have been in the runway smoking a cigarette while the player was on the ground. And that, that is, that's, my, that's a good manager, right? That's baseball that's right baseball. there. That's baseball. That is the game. I don't want my manager out. If I foul a ball <laughs> off my shin, I don't want my bleeping oh. manager out there. Oh, no. can you stay in the game? Hey, how about you just go back in the dugout? The trainer's going to spray some crap on this, and I'm going to keep playing, okay? Drives me nuts. There it is. Yep. All right, pal, anyway, you got to go. See you all. I'll talk to you next week, Mike. Looking forward to it, Joe. Thank you, sir. Judd comes through again. Judd's all good. Coming through again, no question about it. Look, I just don't understand. Why does this man have such a massive ego? Well, that, He's never won. That is so bizarre. It's I'm, and it's not odd. surprising, of course. No. It's not the least bit surprising. But, yeah, I mean, the game's not about him. No! And, and he's he never going to convince anyone except himself. But the wife in the hot tub? All the time, I guess. That's, uh, that's what's insane. I don't get that either. Depending on, on your point of view, it's either perverse or simply inappropriate. <laughs> or just like, <laughs> like, I like it. Get hobbies. Like, I can't imagine if Justin or me just based our whole life around the other person's career. Yeah. How, oh, yeah. Like, I, why do you go to every game? I mean, that blows my mind. You like, know, my wife would never have gone into that hot tub, not because of the players, but because of me. Because of you. Yeah. I'm but, not going to do it. But I think that's the way it should be. Yeah. God, I would laugh like my ass off if somebody said, hey, Catherine, why don't you hop in the hot tub with the players? <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Or if every day Catherine came here and was like, well, how'd the show go? Like, just being that invested in everything that you're significant. She just, has no interest in that whatsoever. Get a life. I'm surprised it didn't make the rounds as much as it did because it was I a know. news story, but it was like under the radar. And this happened up in Hibbing, uh, my hometown, because I think it was the hockey coach's wife was buying alcohol for the no. players. Whoa, no. really? Then, and then ended up sleeping with a couple of them. Oh, God. When they uh, were know. seniors. Oh, and no. they had, there was, the coach was ran out of town. Then um, this, this made the paper because I remember people sharing it. And I'm surprised this didn't make national news. I felt like this should have been a bigger story. But our coach's wife, like, we didn't even know the coach's kids or, like, where yeah. they lived. We didn't even know their first names, no. let alone who their wives were. No, yeah. and that's how it should be. Yeah. Well, the, only, the only time a wife of a coach 
should be uh, should be in a hot tub with a football player is when her husband is trying to recruit the player. Exactly. Yes. A whole different deal. <laughs> Absolutely. And she I better agree. be good looking. I was going to say, if it was me, I'd be like apologizing for my full <laughs> gown I'm wearing in the yeah. hot tub. It's just my postpartum swimming suit. Sorry that I can't make you food. Yeah, picking you up after the road game like Ned Braden's <laughs> wife. That's what you need. Yeah. You know, I, I hate to admit this, but I kind of like to see that. Thank you. You're all, <laughs> I appreciate you're all in. it. You're all in. You're good to go. Uh, yeah, no, that just blows my mind. It blows my mind when anybody's that invested. I mean, even when we were watching, yeah. like, Mahomes play and Brittany Mahomes going to every game on the sidelines, the oh, elaborate yeah. outfit. Like, I just can't. I, I love you, and I'm, I want to support my husband and, and – once every couple years go do something for him but it's like who can your whole identity is wrapped up in your partner this is why this is why tom has the perfect marriage because he understands and his wife understands that her role is as a guardrail yeah well that's it i mean it's just i it's very very sad because we obviously have all the worst (laughs) instincts that's true. And hard we need to, someone to, to correct that. And also, Catherine Stills like, peace, I'm out, you're on your own. Like, she'll leave you for oh, a yeah. week. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. She's just not going to wrap her whole identity in you. I'm sorry. And Which you, I love. Yeah. yeah. I would I would drive me crazy They're if you were. women, man. And she doesn't sell steak sandwiches at the ballpark. She Which does not. actually I find disappointing because I would like a steak sandwich right now. We've been oh, talking about good, it for yes. hours. Oh, those were good steak sandwiches. Yes. They were. Well, we've got a couple of minutes left, and I've been avoiding this all day, but uh, this this story's just sad, and it's always been sad from the first time I've ever seen this woman. Irish singer Sinead O'Connor has died at uh, 56. She mm. killed herself. And she is very, very talented. Very talented, but just a mess. Yeah. Oh, my God, emotional mess. And yeah. A mental mess. Now, her son just killed himself, right, a, a short time ago? Yeah. And now she killed herself. She was like to, 17 or something? Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, how do you go on? And Yeah, I don't it, you're know. right. It's it's just the saddest story ever. I mean, you got to, you look at uh, they keep showing her tearing up the picture of the Pope. Uh, and it's yeah. like, it's such a, that's so sad. Leave it's it like, alone. Really? And it's not, a, it's, yes. it's not a felony, okay? No. You no. Know. Yeah. And what's funny is she, I was reading something about her yesterday that was, she claims that that helped her career because for her, she never wanted to be a pop star. She didn't want to be loved by everyone. She wanted to perform and feel like she that writing was a necessity, not like it was this easy mm-hmm. thing. So even though, like, obviously, tearing up the uh, people had strong feelings about that. I don't. I I I, I, I don't, don't either. I don't. I grew up Catholic, and I you go ahead. You want to tear up pictures of the Pope? What, good for you. I don't care you. what no. your religion is. It's if it's Moses, it's, it's okay with me. Uh, right. I I, it doesn't. I don't think it's that big of a deal. But like, I do think it's funny that in her mind, she goes, "I needed that." I, I, I wanted people to quit sucking up to me. <laughs> she <laughs> so was like, nuts. I, I mean, know. The woman was but crazy. She was crazy. And yeah, I feel mm. bad. I feel bad because I know, too, she'd she'd been dealing with mental health her whole life issues. So. Oh, yeah. No, no doubt about it. And it, it carried on to her son. I'm sure she had tremendous guilt that it carried on to her son, yeah. I, sup- I would imagine. Uh, it's not fair. She shouldn't have because it wasn't her fault. But And it wouldn't be great to be one of her other kids. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, God. But, I mean, you know, that's I, I, if anyone understands, I understand the, the mentality of someone who takes their own life. So yeah. it's not like I'm, you know, denouncing her because they're just someone like that is just in a completely different universe. No, it's a yeah. whole different day. Yeah, you denounce somebody. She she led a miserable life. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Big star and all that. Yep. And she was very famous for a while. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's not the life anyone would want for anyone. 
No question about it. I had to bring that up quickly, spend a couple of minutes. Yes, I thought she was a tremendous talent, but what a mess. Yeah. Jesus, just well, terrible. Tragic. Sometimes it just goes with the, uh, you know, with, with the whole business of being that talented. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's, she's, I mean, we could go through a huge list of people who oh. are very famous and, and fame just destroyed them. It's true. We do have to take a break coming back. Don't we have like a superstar coming in as our special guest? Yeah. That's, that's what I heard Huge anyway. Huge special guest. Huge special mm-hmm. guest. Hi, this is Tom Bernard. My friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales at their Albertville location just off Interstate 94 would like to extend a special offer going on now through the end of July. It's for all our Tom Bernard Morning Show listeners. When you visit their Albertville location, mention that you heard me, Tommy B., tell you about this July-only savings opportunity on travel trailers and pickup campers. Now, you must be a qualified buyer, but here's the really good news. Receive up to $5,000 off the advertised price on all their new in-stock inventory. As always, terms and conditions do apply. Brands include Rockwood by Forest River, Arctic Fox by Northwood Home Manufacturing, Cirrus by New Camp and more. Now is a real good time to buy and take your passion on the road with Niemeyer Trailer Sales. You can't just sit around. See my guys and gals at Niemeyer's in Albertville or peruse their current inventory at Niemeyer's.com. That's N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com, Niemeyer's.com. The up to five grand off sales event ends July 31st. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. It's time to beat the heat. This is Tom from my friends at Miller Marine and Power Lodge giving you the keys to a cool lake breeze. With clearance pricing on 2023 luxury pontoons, fishing boats, and more, our dog days of summer won't last, and neither will their inventory. So do both of us a favor and go from floor to shore today with iconic Bennington pontoons and tritune packages at doorbuster pricing at Miller Marine in St. Cloud and all Power Lodge locations. Get your first cruise in by sunset. But don't wait on this limited-time special. Power Lodge offers competitive financing with no money down, By the way, if you need delivery to your dock, their team of experts has you covered. Discover what thousands of our Minnesota neighbors have and explore our lakes and rivers in your own boat at Elite Savings. I said Elite Savings, darn it. Launch into adventure today at Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Just head to millermarine.com and powerlodge.com to see for yourself. Financing is available on approved credit. Freight and prep are not included in packages. On the MNFatLoss.com program, I've truly experienced great success. I did the first 60 days and lost 27 pounds. I was on the maintenance program for eight weeks, and now I kept the weight off but wanted to lose some more, so I'm back on the fat loss program, and you can be too. The last week of summer savings of $200 is this week. I'm telling you, do yourself a favor and connect with the team at MNFatLoss.com. Doesn't matter that it's summertime. Like me, you'll see you get to eat plenty of the real foods you love, and you won't feel hungry or deprived. They really have figured out the secret to fat loss. If you want to find out the secret, 
to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks. That's about a pound of fat every day, by the way. No exercise required. To schedule your free consultation, $200 summer savings ends this week. Go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. Nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at TomBernardShow.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18-hole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to TomBernardShow.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. TomBernardShow.com. Keyword passport. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Honest to God, Rudy's in there, can't even carry the weight on his shoulder. He's got to bring in an assistant. A special guest. What the hell? Look at him, manning the helm. Awake before 10. Andrew Bernard, Andy awake before 10. Whoever heard of it? Yeah, that's great. These days they wake up at 8, which to me is like unheard of. Is that, does that time Ethan's waking up at 8? Yep. Nice. Yeah, that actually sounds glamorous. Yeah, everyone was like, "Oh, prepare to never sleep past six ever again." And it, no, Ethan will gladly sleep till eight. Love that for you guys. Uh, if I could just get my cat to sleep in. There's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a little wandering on the bed, does it? Wake yeah, you, up? you know. Well, usually it's head butting at about six o'clock. Oh, really? Morning. Does the head yeah, butt? Well, like... cats naturally wake up sunrise and sunset. Yeah, that's when they're most active. So as soon as that sun starts rising, they're Coming to get you. Yeah, at least in the winter, I can sleep a little later. But mm-hmm. there is no sunrise. No, <laughs> no. There's no such well, thing as no a sunrise. sunrise. And Andy and I would tell you, there's very little sunrise in our lives. There you go. Oh, here we go. It's all that intelligence that's getting in the way. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? No, I don't think of it as intelligence. I think of it as mental illness. Mental but, illness. That's but either good. way, it works for me. Either uh, way, there's a lot going on up there. <laughs> I I feel like a new man though. Did you notice my, my whole attitude changed in the last minute? Yeah. I, I was able to lift this chair Yeah, up. you did. Somebody who was seven feet tall was sitting in this chair. Or it could have been Brittany. Uh, yeah, either one, interchangeable. Uh, it was definitely Tevin, but... Uh, I, need to, I need to put a sign on this chair that says, don't touch it. Don't touch. I'm here once a week. Yeah, don't touch right. my chair. Yeah. No, I mean, I was, I was down there as like sitting in, in sort of some sort of a bunker, you know. I was like... Like looking, staring up at the microphone. So I'm very happy about this. Yeah. You rise up. Rise up. It's all you ever do. It's funny because the chair started to started to lift up right after the ED commercial. Yes. Uh, hey. Hey. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that action, uh-huh. ladies and gentlemen? Well, I, there are no coincidences. It's called the placebo effect. It even works on chairs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, exactly. You guys keep talking because I, I let me read you the top four headlines this morning. Mm. Okay. Sinead O'Connor's death not suspicious. Well, she killed herself. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. how would that be suspicious? 
Just um, making sure we dot all the I's. Mm-hmm. It's like much. it's yeah. like there was the the story the other day. I'll let you go on, but the story the other day about about the the two children who were shot in North Minneapolis. Oh yeah, yeah. In the middle, thirtieth and Emerson, baby. Middle of the night. Yep. And the police said there's you know, no need to worry because it just wasn't random. So everybody can relax. It was the wildest sentence because it says these were not random sh- of a shot. But they were not the intended victims. They were not, yeah. And it was just kind of yeah, like... that's how it goes in Minneapolis. Yeah. But it's just like, say what you mean. Like, what happened here? That's, that's like yeah, the bleakest did, sentence. It mm-hmm. did uh, raise more questions than, yes. than it provided answers. One of intended victims, plural? How do yeah. you shoot two people by accident? I know. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, guessing, I'm guessing the way you do it is just give everybody a gun. Kind of the way, you know, I was just thinking about this. Of all the houses I lived in North Minneapolis, I don't believe anyone ever shot at our house. I don't think it ever happened. Well, that's nice. It is nice to know. Back then, there was no gun control. Yeah, there was. Should have been. They should have shot the place up like there was no tomorrow. Never happened. And people couldn't print guns either. Oh, God, that printing of guns thing is very dangerous. Yeah, yeah. it's it's... Uh, The amount of ghost guns out there, gun printing is the least of your worries. Oh, well, guys, this well, is yeah, just an nobody, upper. Nobody knows. <laughs> Holy Christ. We got five more minutes, no, too. But the, are... th- the thing is, nobody knows how many are out there. There's yeah. no way of knowing. Yeah, you can't know. That's true. Well, but, but why bother, I suppose, is my point. Yeah. You can get one anywhere. Well, well, sure. I mean, what do we have, like uh, one and a half guns per person in this country? Something like that. Is that what it is? Yeah. It's not working out very well. I just don't know when we're going to... Are we ever going to be able to get back to a point where people stop being such jerks, law enforcement just start doing their jobs? Mm-hmm. I mean, this whole... I, we just talked about this yesterday. People walking into stores, grabbing an armfuls of clothing, mm-hmm. just walking out, and nobody can stop them. I, that costs you and me a lot of money, man. They yeah. should they should be like me. I haven't purchased a new piece of clothing in 20 years. Well, then that shirt you got on today. Well, yeah, yeah this is part of the... pretty snazzy. This is part of the uh, the fall collection at mm-hmm. Target. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. Mm, nice. But, would, would that be fall 20 or 2002? Uh, about that. Maybe a little little earlier, but... Um, and then, and then you'll notice I had the White Castle T-shirt. Yes, and I guess you probably well. you probably Love know it. where and where I got that. What? Where did you ever uh, get that one? It was at one? a radio station. Was it? Yeah, I'm still wearing merch from the radio station. That's hilarious. <laughs> like, What's that a radio is so station? Ridiculous. What is that? Uh, you know, they used to they used to be all over the place, but I have to. You know, it's it's, it's you've heard the word terrestrial, right? Terrestrial. Terrestrial, yeah. Terrestrial, yeah. Yeah. Look it up, and, and you'll see a, probably a picture of a radio station. No, everything's in space. I have a question for you guys, because I heard it twice this morning before I came to work. Do people really pronounce poinsettia, poinsettia? Yes, yeah, they do. poinsettia. That's Why how I heard it for that? the first 20 years of my life. It's poinsettia. There's a lot of words like that, yeah. though. Well, how about niche? Niche, yeah, that's right, niche. Who the hell ever niche. said niche? Niche. It's your own niche. It's your own niche. Yeah. What, niche? What the niche. hell are you talking What are you, French? <laughs> you guys niche, always, actually. You guys always <laughs> yeah, break niche. my brains because then I can never remember the way I mm-hmm. say it. Like, I know I'm supposed to be shamed, but I always try to tap in. Like, how? Do, I think I say it's a niche market. It's I say niche. niche. Yeah. What's the uh, month after January? Oh, February. 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 Everyone February. says February, but where's that extra Argo? February. February. I, I just say yeah. Feb, brah. We're saving Feb. that R in case Feb. we need it. Yeah, we might need it later on. That's February. 
Yeah, I didn't realize that people, there, there, there's so many, well, that just came up on the show what, earlier this week and last week. Yeah, what was the word that I, well, first off, I'm not going to say almond anyway, but almond, so don't try to That's change That's how I me. say it, almond. It's almond. No, it's not. Oh, yes, come it on. Listen it's to almond. That. Listen to that man. No. That's your it's father. almond. He is the problem. Yeah. And just because you can't say lackadaisical. Laxadaisical. Lax. Lax. Laxadaisical. Laxativical. Laxativical. Yeah. Ex laxativia. <laughs> no, well, but I, I, if I'm watching, say, a, a, a local news show and a reporter or an anchor says often, often I just yeah. change the channel. I agree. I hate often. No, no often. Do I don't like either. No. You got to say often. No, Etymologically speaking, it is correct. It comes from oft. We all just get angry. Well, <laughs> we all grit our I don't teeth say it, but it is technically correct. Yeah, often it's one of those things that's technically correct, but no one likes it. Yeah, well, I mean, well we could have a discussion about that, but I think well, it would be incredibly boring. And, uh, <laughs> Here we you are. Like etymology. It could be magnificent. Okay. You never know. I do want to note this. We don't have to go through the list, Tom, but on Wise Brothers, they have the um, 10 states where Americans say they can be happy with less than 70,000. Doesn't it blow your mind that seventy thousand isn't it's enough not now? A lot of money, yeah. yeah. Sounded, it sounded like a lot of money when I was a kid. I'll tell you that. Well, even when 70, I was a kid, that's, same. Fifty thousand was like your set. Yeah. when I was a yeah. kid. Yeah, and now yeah. the median household income is like sixty-five thousand. Yep. Isn't that crazy? I feel like yeah. that's that is insane. Amazing. Like you pretty much, if you want to live, if you want to have a house, you have to make about a hundred thousand dollars a year between you both. It depends. Well, it's not even a state thing. It's like a city by city, yes, even even smaller than city by city, honestly, because yeah. there's places up north in Minnesota. You drive four hours north, you can find mansions for hundred fifty thousand dollars. It yeah. just mm. there's That's nothing true. within two hours, so no one wants to live in them. Yeah. So Good. the land is worthless. We can close the show <laughs> with this one. William Lauder, who's Estee Lauder's, I believe, son or grandson. I can't remember if he's a grandson or son. But mm. William Lauder bought Rush Limbaugh's house yeah. mm-hmm. in Palm Beach. Uh, cosmetics heir, William Lauder, who bought uh, Palm Beach property in March, $155 million. Dang! Is tearing it down. Oh, it's a teardown. <laughs> oh, it's a teardown. Now, you know, $150 million teardown. Give it to me. I will take my car and I will tow it back <laughs> yeah, to exactly. Minnesota. Just give me the house. You, you know, that, that just down. doesn't pass the smell test. No. You, yeah, really? You have to wonder if there's yeah something else going on like, there. Like, what would be going on, though? A ghost. I, it could be a ghost. Rush Limbaugh's ghost. <laughs> I would take Rush Limbaugh's ghost. Tax evasion, money laundering, you never know. Uh, you know, the thing is, if you were trying to make a statement, Rush Limbaugh's dead. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. that doesn't work. Tearing down his house what? doesn't really. <laughs> Why would you buy a house for 155 million dollars and then tear it down? Because oh, you can. It's a hideous kitchen, though. The backsplash. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wood you know, paneling. Let's just drop a nuke on this. <laughs> you know, Andy, when we go to the beach down there, that house that's just south of the beach, mm-hmm. that's his mother's house. That's Estee Lauder's house. Oh mm-hmm. wow. Or it used to be. Oh, okay. Why? Why would anyone want to live in a house with you know? I mean, you don't really need 24 bathrooms, right? 24 bathrooms. Ben Affleck. Yeah. 24 bathrooms in his house. And all (laughs) I can think of is like, do you have to walk around, make sure you flush them all because otherwise it's not sitting water, the line. And of course, I'm like, they're wait. And they never do any no, of that stuff. No, they got stuff. people for that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you don't have to feel sorry for Ben Affleck if you think that he has to like clean the bathrooms. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's true. Probably has never. Uh, let's just say his fingers have never touched chlorine. Yeah. No.
2.7 acres of land on the beach. Uh, That's wow. a lot on the beach. Limbaugh bought it for $4 million in 98. Four million. That's not that <laughs> long ago, you guys. Pretty good investment, <laughs> I must uh, say. In five years. Yeah. 24,000 square feet. Uh, I wonder how many bedrooms and bathrooms it has. Well, zero now. Well, yeah, soon. He's begun tearing it down. He did start tearing it down, so it's coming down, man. I, I guess in Florida there are no, uh, like, like officially, historically preserved there are. buildings. Oh, there are some, yeah. Really? The problem yeah. is hurricanes tend to knock them down, uh, so how yeah. long can you preserve them for, really? That can be a problem. But there's there's things like um, Ernest Hemingway's house. Yeah. Oh. There's stuff on Palm Beach. There's... Yeah, there's old yeah, there's buildings. Yeah, some of that stuff. But like I said, anything on, in the Keys can't be that old because every so often the Keys just get flattened. That's true. Yeah. There's nothing better than a home improvement show when you watch it and they walk in and they go, oh, but the paint. And you go, you can fix that? <laughs> Why are you? I it's like paint. Who cares? They always do that. Oh, but I yep. hate yeah, the color do. of the paint. I don't know if this is our house. And you just go, what are you? Yeah. You could change it. <laughs> That's something a realtor will tell you is the cheapest way to add value to your house, paint it. Yeah. yeah because there you go. They don't want to spend the you know three days and $5,000 it takes to repaint the house. If, but if you do it, right. all of a sudden, oh, yeah, this is worth $50,000 more. Look how pretty it is. Isn't that funny, just the mm-hmm. things you can do? The, the way I look at it, what will really make my house more valuable is tearing it down. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it? The, the lots of where all the money is? Uh, I got, I got, yeah, I got some space there where people might want to uh, put up a house with, say, 10 bedrooms. 10 bedrooms? Yeah. It's that I, big, I have huh? one and a half, but... No, right. But they could be, well, you know, because I got, it's, I'm in that area where people need to have 10 bedrooms. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And you can always build up. Just well, build right, exactly. seven stories or so. Oh, go to Gelfand's neighborhood. There's always construction. Oh, it's God, it's so annoying. T- it's yeah. so, it's driving over to Gelfand's is so annoying. Yep. There's like 5,000 houses oh. being worked on. No, I'm like, uh, there's a house, I'll just say, near me. Well, probably they bought the house for about, oh, I'd say $500,000. And not that long ago, really, you know, like, like, you know, like 20 years, 15 years. And I I would be worth five million now. Well, I would guess they've they it was it was a mid-century modern house, which, you know, they're they're in big demand. A classic kind of architecture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, And they probably done about, I'd say, two to three million dollars of rehab work in the house. So it's no longer a mid-century modern Mm -hmm. house. Uh, But um, that's what people do around there. Can we include all this in in the next uh, in the family podcast? Just roll over. You just roll um, right over into it. Oh, I thought we were in it. I'm sorry. Well, we we can be in it if you want. I could just I go back and do an intro, and we could move <laughs> that part. I mean, now we could technically speaking. I don't think there's any reason we couldn't. But no, nah, we'll just we'll take a very quick break. We, but why don't we? Because we don't have a guest today. Uh, let me look. I don't think that that I special I can see guest anyway. Andrew Bernard. You could still be your special I'm on guest. The family for the first time. Andy, Andy, Andy. Not the four thousandth time or however many times it's been. <laughs> been no, nope, no guest. I didn't think we had a guest today. So why don't we just take about a five minute break and come back and do the uh, family podcast? Okay. And we can include that part in it if you want. So do it fifty five. Perfect. Now that's okay. We'll be right back. <laughs> 